0: Okay. We are live. Kind of live, right? Pseudo live until we get really live. Today's episode is about the psychology of realness. You might've heard, we were talking in Monday and Tuesday's episode with Lacey Peace about the fantasy bond, a book that I'm reading. that's awesome. It's by Dr. Robert Firestone. And it is about breaking down the fantasy bonds that sometimes are invisible to us. So these fantastical bonds that we seem to have with other people that sometimes aren't there or that are sometimes much more nuanced than our fear-based fight-or-flight mode monkey minds can see. And seeing the realness behind these relationships is often what allows us to live or be in a perpetual state of fear. And if you're a follower of Mission Daily and the mission or any of us in general, thank you, it's important to point out that we're about realness and we're about exposing these fantasy bonds. So the last daily mission that we talked about was simply a challenge to get on the left side of a piece of paper, basically characterize the fantasy bond that you think you have in your life. And on the right side of the paper, start to try to put some holes in the armor, Uh, identify, you know, is this accurate? What I think, is it just something that's based on fear? Is it something that's based on hope or this uh, irrational optimism? Or, you know, where is this relationship at? And being in quarantine with people, this is a, uh, a great time to do that, right? We can start to see, okay, what does this relationship give for us? And I've been thinking about this, not from a hypercritical standpoint, but almost from a mirror standpoint, right? Holding up that mirror to myself and saying, okay, how do I think I am with other people? And then how am I in reality? How am I from their perception? This has been a tough challenge for me, but it's a daily mission that I took to heart yesterday and was really doing my best to implement, right? And I was doing my best to basically just become more real myself, right? Drop some of the fantasy and some of the charades, right? That I was uh, playing with myself and others and just do my best to be direct and real with what I'm feeling around them, doing my best to say, No, if I mean no, I mean, no is a complete sentence in and of itself, and you don't have to have an explanation oftentimes. You don't need to follow no with an apology. You don't need to follow no with backtracking or explanations or whatever. And if you find yourself following no with sorries and explanations again and again, uh, you might have to examine the bond that you have there. Start off with a quote by Robert Firestone and then jump into some good news. The quote is, human beings desire freedom and individuality, but paradoxically, they fight stubbornly against change and progress. Now, it's true for me. I don't know if it's true for anybody else out there, but let's jump into it. All right. Today's good news. New York's daily deaths from COVID are decreasing. This is big. So they've been hovering at about 600, uh, 630 or so. They dropped down to 540, I believe, two days ago. And they are falling. Again, Dr. Michael Levitt from Stanford said this is the number one sign you want to watch to determine that the pandemic is abating. A British economic research firm is starting to see rays of hope in the U.S. That's Pantheon Macroeconomics as the growth of confirmed cases nationwide is slowing. And it's been slowing since March 26th. And it's less than 15% a day growth now. Uh, Whereas back on March 18th, the cases were growing by about 80%. So now it's down to about 15% a day. And I believe it's even lower than that. So this is big, big news. The Dow is up 1,100 points today. Again, that's because the pandemic is starting to slow and show signs of slowing in New York. There is light all around us that is hard to see sometimes outside of the traditional media narrative. So... If New York is starting to recover, which is one of the hardest hit places in the U.S., so are other places. In the Bay Area, for instance, real estate and realtors are back up to socially distanced tours, and it's a bit of a gray area out here as to if this is legal, if it's not, but houses are still being bought and sold. There's a lot of worry out there. Oh my gosh, what is this going to do to the mortgage market? And meanwhile, we see that homes are being bought and sold. So New York, signs of the virus and the growth are leveling off. This is big, big news. It still might be a challenging week ahead. There might be some rough news. I mean, I'm sure there will be anytime you're talking about the loss of human life, it's a really challenging thing, and it's so important to not fall into the trap of treating these numbers like statistics because although they are statistics, they are ultimately people at the end of the day that are impacted. And I say that with all due respect, however. It's important to get the good news of the abatement of the quelling out. Italy, one of the hardest hit areas, is starting to show major signs of improvement. And the deaths are falling in Italy as well. New York is introducing some uh, pretty hefty fines for breaking the social distancing rules. And this is something I've seen some pictures from folks around, uh, I think, the Santa Cruz area, especially out here by the coast of People just ignoring social distancing entirely and congregating in groups around the beach. And uh, what a bummer, right? What a bummer that people can't take a step back and just pause for just a little bit. So if you see it going on or if you feel that urge to get close to others, just hold off a little bit. Let's all do our part and make sure that these statistics are treated as people and not just statistics. Amazon's hiring another 100,000 workers, paying them an extra $2 per hour. Might not be a dream job, but still, this is a major sign of recovery. So that's some of the good news we have today. And in the rest of the episode, I want to talk about the fantasy bond. So we talked about it a bit before. And where the fantasy bond emerges is in early childhood and in infancy where we have an environmental or an emotional deprivation, this type of bond can be created and projected onto other people to nourish ourselves and nourish ourselves from a standpoint of filling in that emotional or environmental gap with a stimulus or with love or with attention that we need. The challenging thing is we know intuitively, that this is fantasy and our subconscious mind knows that this is fantasy. This can create self-destructive neurotic behavior and generally any type of human character trait that is undesirable. Dr. Firestone proposes that it arises from these fantasy bonds. We know somehow that we are stuck in Plato's cave looking at shadows on a wall and there might be many people around us who are looking at Their same shadows or slightly different shadows, and they all might be enjoying them. They all might seem to be enjoying them on the surface. However, each of us intuitively knows that these behaviors and these uh, images are just not accurate. So really thinking about your relationships and reanalyzing them now is something that's crucial, as well as analyzing how you are perceived and how you are in reality with other people. There just isn't a better time to do this. Uh, And there isn't a better set and setting to do this in. And obviously, you want to do it with some tact and be careful about it and don't want to stir the pot while you're still in quarantine. (laughs) But it does create this fascinating testing ground for introducing these ideas. So it's important to point out that no child has an ideal environment at home. And all of us are going to depend on different degrees of fantasy in order to keep going Especially when we're young and fragile in a world that is aggressive, confusing, and where media beats a path to our door and into our minds with all kinds of hyper-dangerous fantasies. Fantasies that are way more self-destructive than some of the ones that we tend to create ourselves to blunt the horrors of the world. So there's this push and pull as humans between having an assertive, goal-directed life And this life of depending on our imaginations that reassure us of fantasy bonds. And goal-directed living is tough, and it's something that does set us up for suffering, right? It's anytime you have a goal that is in a future place, this sets you up for suffering. And these are two extremes here. There's a middle way, right? There's always a middle way. And the middle way here. Is the middle way of using your imagination to achieve goals while still being mindful in the present. And this gets a lot of lip service. You hear about mindfulness all the time. But when you are being mindful, that's when you objectively understand here's where I want to be, and I can imagine it clearly, I can visualize it, and here's where I am. All the harsh realities of it, exactly where you're at in the moment. And being okay with that, that's a beautiful thing. Then you're not dependent on the future. You're not crushed by the present because you know that the future still can be different, but you're analyzing the present accurately. And when we analyze the present accurately, we often find some things that we didn't know were there before. We often see people in a whole new light. We often see who people really are, right? We talked at the beginning of this episode about the psychology of realness and the invitation to see people where they're really at and not where we'd like them to be, not where they think that they are or where they want us to see them at. This is really interesting territory because when we can meet others exactly where they're at with no judgment, you know, we first have to do the same for ourselves. But when we can meet others where they're at in the present moment, With everything they're facing, with everything you're facing, that is where you can build a real bond. And the real bonds that we have an opportunity to build now in quarantine and in the new world that we're creating after this are going to be beautiful. These are bonds that are forged over shared experiences. And these are bonds that are forged through trials and through fire. These are the ones that are going to be stronger than anything that has come before, these are going to be new relationships. When you go through adversity with someone, it can be challenging for both people and people can take their own course and they can rely on fantasy to get them through it. They can rely on many of the self-destructive and neurotic coping mechanisms that we talked about earlier to nourish that emotional and environmental degradation, which can really hurt them. But it's most damaging when people take these divergent courses, these people that are, whether you're in partnership or relationship or a friendship or whatever type of relationship you have with someone, when you're going through something challenging, it can be very, very tempting to sink back into your own fantasy as a way of coping. And the other person then sees the one person who's slipping into fantasy and kind of taps out and slips into their own fantasy and they diverge. This is a really, really sad thing that doesn't have to happen, right? The first step is awareness. And just by noticing this when it's happening and when you see someone start to pull away or slip into fantasy, don't try to save them by going comatose yourself. Reach out to them. For many of these people, it feels like you're just underwater. And I I use this before. When we're talking about uh, depression and some of the you know, the PTSD things that I faced and am facing and healing right now in a uh, protocol that mirrors the MAPS protocol with a, a bit of my own creativity splashed in there, uh, you can check out MAPS.org for information on how to cure PTSD, clinically backed studies that are illuminating. How many people know about this stuff, unfortunately. I guess people do. I guess a lot of people do. And that's a wonderful thing. So back to what we're talking about, it can feel like you're underwater. And it feels like you're underwater sometimes when you slip into fantasy or you've just been in fantasy for a long time to fill in these emotional gaps. And when you're there, you can be reaching out and screaming and and doing the best you can for help. And it just feels like a foreign language to other people sometimes. The amount of times that you'll have to fight like hell to get your head above water, just to basically speak the same language to others and get them to hear you and understand what's going on. It's going to take everything you have. It's going to take everything you have to communicate with other people because just the act of seeing you underwater struggling is enough to make people that care about you want to quit or stop treading or go into their own fantasies. And this is unconscionable, right? We're about mediating voluntary human evolution. Sometimes it's important to remember that everybody needs some nudges and everybody needs that check of, Are you okay? How are you doing? Followed up by meaningful dialogue that creates a space for that individual to tell you how they're feeling. So if you thought some about the fantasy bonds in your life, today's challenge and today's daily mission is to hold the mirror up to yourself. How are you in reality with other people? How do you come across to others? Do you come across as assured and confident? Do you come across as open and loving, the type of person that can hold space for another who might be struggling, the type of person that goes out of their way to figure out what's going on in the life of another who might be underwater? Are you that type of person? I know that there are a lot of times in the past where I I thought that I was, and I wanted so badly to be that type of person, but I wasn't. And I'm doing the best I can to be that type of person now. And the present, you know, it's all we have, the present moment. We have our imaginings of what we could be. Careful not to let those slip into fantasy, obviously. And we have the past to kind of see, okay, where we've been, how much progress we've made. But where are you at in the present today? So think about that and think about how you appear and show up to other people. So when you go back out into quarantine, or maybe you're already in quarantine, doing the dishes, listening to this or whatever, put a smile on and remember there could be other people around you that are struggling underwater. We've all been deprived of certain emotional and environmental needs coming up, and we've all had to rely on fantasy and our imaginations to keep going when the going got tough, that's okay. Forgive yourself for it. But now take that opportunity to see where you're at and see how you appear for others and do your best to be there for them today. So the super friend in today's episode was you, the listener. Uh, Make sure you're subscribed to Mission Daily. We've got some great feedback from listeners who are enjoying the new format and me just ranting, going over some uh, thoughts, having some Super Friends on the show which we will we have uh, an amazing guest coming up tomorrow. She is uh, a fascinating woman and I'm excited to bring you that episode. But yeah, I just want to hear from you all. Uh, I've got some great messages so keep those coming. You can reach out to me at Chad Grills on the socials, you can email me, you can email our team and I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you're going through. I want to hear what type of episodes you want to hear in the future. So Let me know what's up and I'm thinking about you. I'm sending good vibes your way. All of us here at the mission are cheering you on because each of us has an opportunity to participate in history with what's going on right now. And each of us has an opportunity to stand up and be exemplars of humanity at the end of the pandemic. The pandemic is ending. It's ticking down every day that you socially distance, every day that you remind others to do the same, every day that you practice good hygiene, these are all small victories in the war against a monster. Let's win that war. See you tomorrow.